Jane stood with her face pressed against the glass, watching Bella and Yetta leave. Tears streamed down her cheeks. It goes without saying that you will be confined to your room until your father returns home, Miss Milhouse said behind her. Her voice was as cold and hard as the icy window pane. And you can rest assured that he will receive a full report of your indiscretions. Such impertinence, such behavior, I am simply appalled. Miss Milhouse whirled on her heel and left the room, jerking the door shut behind her. Jane threw herself across her bed, ready to sob into her pillows, and then she experienced something odd. It was like she could see herself from above, a girl in a crumpled dress, lying on a messy coverlet and scrambled sheets, her shoulders shaking helplessly, her pompadour trembling. Fluff, she thought, useless, only worth marrying off, not even worth that if I can't stop sobbing and act normal. Another scene came into her mind, the last time she'd visited her mother's sick room. Mother was always so fragile, too sick for Jane to hug. That day, she'd been like a shadow in her bed, a wisp in a lacy nightgown. Mother had weakly clasped Jane's hand and murmured, Ladies like us, we're too delicate for this world. But she'd been sick. Jane wasn't. Jane knew about other kinds of women now. Women who stood up and spoke out for suffrage even when men threw rotten tomatoes and tried to boo them off the stage. Women and girls who walked on picket lines demanding their rights even when bums spit at them and police beat them. Miss Milhouse would call those women unladylike or shameful or lower class. She'd think they deserved the rotten tomatoes, the spit, the beatings. She'd expect Jane to agree. Willfully, Jane shoved against the pillows, pushing herself back up. No, she said aloud, and it was a denial of so many things. She grabbed the paper she'd written Bella's translation on. She flipped it over, held it against the nightstand, and began making notes on the back. One, buy coats for Bella and Yetta. Two, have Mr. Corrigan deliver them along with hampers of food. He'll know where they live because of dropping them off today. Three, go down to picket line and join in. Carry a picket sign, get arrested if I must. Four, convince father to make strike donation.